optimal minimal. At this altitude, I can run flat out for a half mile before my hands start shaking. Can I ask you a personal question? Now would have seen an appropriate time. What if I did the opposite? I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. This episode is brought to you by 99designs. 99designs is the global creative platform that makes it easy for designers and clients to work together. From logos to apps and packaging to books, 99designs is the go-to design resource for any budget. I've used 99designs for many, many years now. I've used them for book covers, for instance, mock-ups for The 4-Hour Body, which went on to become a number one New York Times bestseller, illustrations for my multi-volume, The Tao of Seneca, and other graphic design projects. And I've been really impressed by the quality of their designers and the designs that I've ended up using. Most recently, I used 99designs to update the illustrations and layouts of my five morning rituals ebook. This covers my most consistent morning routines and rituals. And I offer that as an incentive for people to sign up for my newsletter. So this is a PDF bonus that acts as a carrot to increase the number of email subscribers. The illustrations inside are gorgeous and I loved working with the designer who we selected for the project. So you can check it out. Take a look at that at 99designs.com forward slash Tim. That's the number 99designs.com forward slash Tim. And you can see exactly what I'm talking about with a real world example of what has come out of working with them. 99designs designer search tool connects you directly with one designer based on design category or industry specialization, style, skill level, availability, and more. So you can really check all the boxes that you need and see who matches up. Or you can start a contest. And that means you invite the entire community to take a shot at your project. Then you pick your favorite. Right now, you guys my listeners, that is, can receive a free $99 upgrade on your first design contest. So check it out. To see what it looks like to get your first free upgrade, please visit 99designs.com forward slash Tim and click on the link in the landing page. So again, check it out, 99designs.com forward slash Tim. This episode is brought to you by Peloton, which I've been using probably for about a year now. Peloton is a cutting-edge indoor cycling bike that brings live studio classes right into your home. You can also do on-demand, which is what I do. We'll come back to that. So you don't have to worry about fitting classes into a busy schedule or making it to a studio or gym with a hectic or unpredictable commute. I, for instance, have a Peloton bike right in my master bedroom at home, and it's one of the first things I do many mornings. I wake up, I meditate for a bit, then I knock out a short 20-minute ride in my undies, hard to do that at the gym, take a shower, and I'm in higher gear for the rest of the day. It's really convenient and has become something that I look forward to. So you have a lot of options. For one, if you like, you can ride live with thousands of other riders across the country on an interactive leaderboard to keep you motivated. There are also up to 14 new classes added every day with more than 8,000 classes on demand. And you can pick based on length, 45 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, music, hip hop, rock and roll, or say low impact versus high intensity or interval. You can pick the class structure and style that works for you. And in my case, I quite like Matt Wilpers, and I tend to do on-demand and listen to a lot of and watch many of the same classes over and over, but I'm kind of promiscuous and also enjoy classes from a lot of the other instructors. They have Peloton, an amazing roster of incredible instructors in New York City with a whole range of styles and personalities, so you can find what you're in the mood for. You also get real-time metrics that you can use to track your performance over time, and that will help I would say catalyze you to beat your personal best. Now that all sounds good, right? Gamification, yada, yada, yada. I didn't think that it would work for me or in any way incentivize me, but they really 100% hit the nail on the head. I was very, very impressed with how motivating it was. And it worked tremendously to keep me pushing, uh, which quite honestly takes a fair amount. I can get quite lazy, particularly with anything that edges on endurance, which is kind of more than five reps of anything for me. So... Check it out. Discover this cutting-edge indoor cycling bike that brings the studio experience right to your home. 
Peloton is offering listeners of this podcast a limited time offer. Go to onepeloton.com. That's O-N-E, Peloton, P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com, and enter the code TIM, all caps, at checkout and get $100 off of accessories with your Peloton bike purchase. So get a great workout at home anytime you want. Check it out. Go to onepeloton.com and use the code TIM to get started. Hello, boys and girls. This is Tim Ferriss, and welcome to another episode of The Tim Ferriss Show. This is a very special episode because it represents the first time that LeBron James has been interviewed alongside his very below-the-radar, some might say top-secret, athletic trainer about details of training, recovery, diet, and even how much longer he hopes to play in the NBA. And I did not have, as you might expect, with King James, the usual two and a half, three, three and a half, four hours. So it is a neat 60 minutes, might come in a tad under that. And I was nervous and perhaps even a little over caffeinated to make the most of the time. So you have that going for you. LeBron James, who is that? At King James on Instagram and Twitter, LeBronJames.com, is widely considered one of the greatest athletes of his generation and is regarded by some as the best basketball player of all time. This interview was recorded the day after he passed Wilt Chamberlain's all-time scoring record. LeBron's accomplishments on the court include four NBA Most Valuable Player Awards, MVP Awards, three NBA Championships and three NBA Finals MVP Awards, two Olympic gold medals, and an NBA scoring title. He is the all-time NBA playoff scoring leader and has amassed 14 NBA All-Star Game appearances, 12 all NBA first team selections and five all defensive first team honors. Throughout his career, James has used his platform to inspire and empower others through his LeBron James Family Foundation, which you can find at LeBronJamesFamilyFoundation.org, that helps at risk students in his hometown earn life changing educations, culminating most recently in the opening of his I Promise School, which you can find at IPromise.school. He's also involved with Spring Hill Entertainment, the entertainment company he co-founded with Maverick Carter that produces compelling and aspirational content for a cross-cultural audience on a variety of platforms, including digital, film, and television, and Uninterrupted, a digital media company he and Carter co-founded that provides athletes with a platform to tell their stories. LeBron has a really diverse business portfolio. We won't be able to get into all of it right now, but includes all sorts of innovative endorsement deals and have established him as one of the most influential figures in all of sports. James has appeared on Forbes' list of the world's most powerful celebrities, Time's annual list of the 100 most influential people in the world, and Bloomberg Businessweek's 100 most influential people in sports. And now, LeBron, along with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Cindy Crawford, and Olympic gold medalist Lindsey Vaughn, has founded Ladder, a health and wellness platform and brand that is launching today. The site, weareladder.com, is a resource for reaching fitness, nutrition, and health goals with tools and scientifically supported insights for addressing any frustrations or roadblocks along the way. Ladder also offers a community of experts for holding you accountable and nutrition products that are all NSF certified for sport, which is considered the gold standard for sports testing and approved by all major sports teams and the IOC, that is the International Olympic Committee. Ladder products contain no artificial ingredients, no artificial sweeteners, no fillers, and no proprietary blends. Now, allow me to introduce the other person in this interview, and then we'll get right to it, Mike Mencius. Mike Mencius, at Mike Mencius one that's M-A-N-C-I-A-S, on Instagram and Twitter, is LeBron James Athletic Trainer and Recovery Specialist, a position he's held for 14 years and counting. A veteran in the world of training professional basketball players, his experience also includes working with NFL, MLB, PGA, and top NCAA athletes. Throughout his tenure with LeBron, Mike has quietly developed a winning human performance blueprint that encompasses everything from preventative medicine, strength training and rehab, nutrition, and the latest in recovery techniques, some of which we talk about in this interview. Mike's philosophy is one that is now commonly accepted by many athletes and trainers as the ideal 360-degree approach to wellness and performance. It was through this focus on nutrition, performance, and recovery that Mencius aided in developing the latter brand and its products. Originally from Brownsville, Texas, Mencius attended the University of Texas Pan American and graduated with a degree in health education. He is licensed and nationally certified by the accredited National Athletic Trainers Association and is a 14-year member of the National Basketball Athletic Trainers Association. That is the introduction, 
And without further ado, please enjoy this wide-ranging conversation with none other than King James, LeBron James, and Mike Mencius. LeBron and Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. I am thrilled to have the two of you on, in part because it is so difficult to do research on the two of you together, which is (laughs) fascinating to me. Mike, you're like the Banksy of elite trainers. I see your, your art that is the product of the work that you do on television and everywhere, but you are like Batman. It's impossible to do research on you, which is, is really uh, exciting for me as someone who's made a job of doing that. So I thought we could jump right into questions on my mind and questions on many minds. And uh, we'll begin with a little bit of context. And maybe LeBron, if you want to take this, how did the two of you first meet? You seem to have a very special relationship. I'd love to just get a little bit of background and your thoughts on what makes the relationship work so well. Yeah, my second year um, in the NBA with the Cavs, um, Mike was was interning um, with the Cavs at the time. And, um, you know, every day you kind of I was trying to figure out a way how I could be more consistent um, with my training and uh, be more consistent with, you know, just trying to make the jump from my rookie year to my second year. And, um, you know, not only from afar, but from up close, I, I saw the um, the demeanor and um, the laser focus and Mike every single day on what he was doing. And I kind of resonated with that. And I just, you know, we started to have conversations. We started to, to talk more and more every day. Um, and the relationship started to grow every single, single day. And, you know, I, I believe, you know, you know, the rest is history at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so you two have done so much together, spent so much time together. Mike, I, I'd, I'd love to dig into, I suppose, more than a few things, but to begin with recovery and injury prevention. I mean, LeBron, you had such a momentous evening last night. So congratulations, of course. Thanks on that. And uh, you're a bit of a unicorn in the sense that you've played more than, as I understand it, 50,000 minutes in your career. Most hit a wall and deteriorate after, say, 40,000. So you're defying all the predictions of player decline. Uh, so Mike, maybe you can give us a window into some of that. And I've, I've, in the course of trying to do research, read about, say, recovery between games, which... I've, I've picked up, maybe not true, electrostimulation machines, air-pumped compression sleeves, soft tissue. Could you walk us through some of the tools of the trade and the approaches that you use to help with recovery in between games? Yeah, yeah, Tim. Well, I think with with LeBron, uh, with any any you know elite athlete, I think the one thing that we, we all as trainers and therapists have to keep in mind is that recovery never ends. Recovery never stops. Um you know, if LeBron plays 40 minutes one night and he plays, you know, 28 minutes one night, we're still going to um, keep recovery as a number one focus, uh, whether that be in nutrition, whether that be in hydration, uh, more flexibility exercises, stuff in the weight room. It's, 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 it's a never-ending process, really. And I think that's the approach that we must take um, in order for us to be successful um, and provide longevity for these guys. Mm-hmm. And if uh, if we look at just say the first few hours after a particularly intense games, what what is what is some of the triage that you pull out of your your bag to use? Yeah, um, well, well, we'll do like a quick Q and A uh, in 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 the, in the locker room. I, I kind of get a quick assessment as to okay, how did the game go? You know, how how, how was this feeling? How was this feeling, etc. Uh, and LeBron gave me some feedback on how we felt uh, after each and every game. Uh, believe it or not. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that, number one. Uh, and then we'll, then we'll start our process of uh, hydration and nutrition, you know, because uh, he does uh, spend a lot of energy out there. So we need to make sure that, um, that, that we feed him the right, the right calories, uh, calories in uh, like a protein shake, et cetera, um, you know, a water or a sports drink. Um, and, and, and number one, frankly, is just you know, some good food, some good high-quality food. Uh, so that's that's number one, right? Like right off the bat after a game, it's uh, it's uh, nutrition. Uh, from there, we go into uh, you know like a, a cryotherapy, either a cold tank, ice bags, uh, cryotherapy chamber, you know, whatever may be available at that particular night. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at uh, 
general injury prevention, are there any particular, and I'll give one example, I've interviewed a number of Olympic sprint coaches, and in some cases, they'll take something like the deadlift, but they'll, they'll modify it so that they're only lifting to the knee and they'll drop so they're not risking hamstring injuries with the negatives. Are there any particular exercises that you feel are tremendously important for injury prevention, uh, or any that you avoid because you think that they could produce injuries? Um, well, I think with that question, I think uh, every athlete is different, you know, based on their, um, you know, just just based on their uh, on their body makeup, and so we have to number one, you know, before we even prescribe any exercises, we have to do a quick assessment of their body. You know, is uh, you know, do, do do they have any factors that are limiting their range of motion? Uh, we'll start, you know, we'll start uh, from the very bottom, and that's uh, that's the big toe. You know, how much movement do you have in your big toe? And then you go up the chain, you know, the ankle, the knee, the hip. Uh, the low back and the shoulders, et cetera. Um, once you get a quick assessment, then you can uh, start to, uh, you know, kind of tweak your uh, your workout routine uh, by adding or subtracting, uh, a, you know, diff- different exercises. The second part of that is, okay, who are you dealing with? You know, LeBron's been in the league. This is he's starting his 16th year uh, in the NBA. Uh, he's played a lot of minutes, a high, uh, you know, high quality minutes. And so, you know, you, you just have to be smart as to uh, your uh, your prescription. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, do you think that if you look at, for instance, the big names that came into the league around the same time that you did, it's it's staggering to see how few of them are still playing, and yet here you are playing as the best in the NBA. Uh, are there any particular approaches you've taken, or things that you attribute that to? Um, well, I can't speak on, on on any other players or or anybody that came in around my time or a little bit after me or not too far when I came in. But I, I know me personally, I've just been very consistent with the process. I've been very consistent with training my body, rehabbing my body, um, you know, eating, you know, you know, having my body be very clean uh, throughout this journey because I've always wanted to have a, a long. Um, you know, long career or, or as long as I could be, you know, in, in this, in this, uh, in this, in this space. So um, I've always kind of, you know, some, uh, a friend of mine, when I was like 13 years old, he used to always tell me, um, you know, play hard, have fun and then, and stretch, mm-hmm. you know, every game, always play hard, have fun and stretch. And, and that kind of always kind of stuck with me to when, even when I got in the NBA, like always stretching and keeping my body flexible, keeping my limbs flexible, um, so, you know, I can contribute to that and doing it consistently, just like leadership, you know, leadership is not uh, a one day thing or you do it for two days or two months. Leadership is consistent, you know, mm-hmm. and I believe, you know, having longevity in the space that I'm in is also consistency as well, not only on the floor, but off the floor as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you mentioned leadership. I was going to get to it, but since we're already on topic. I spotted a, a picture of you with a copy of Leadership in Turbulent Times, which is a, a book by Doris Kearns Goodwin, uh, who's, who's also been on the podcast. And I've had a number of people ask me to ask you about leadership. Uh, are there any particular leaders you admire or, or look to and study who come to mind? Um, you know what's crazy, Tim? I, I never grew up um, looking for other leaders and saying I want to be them or or using what they did to incorporate it into me. Um, I, I believe that it was, you know, it was put on me before I even wanted to be a leader. Um, my grandmother passed away when I was three years old and she was kind of the staple of the home. Um, and my mother had me when she was 16, but she was still in school. So you know, being the only child, being one of the few men in the house, I kind of had to grow up and be kind of one of the leaders of the household very young before I even wanted to, before you were on any cow, any child to become a leader. And then once you get into team sports um, and you, you, you find some success, but you see how you're succeeding, you understand that it's not just about you. You understand that, you know, in order for you to continue to be successful, everyone has to feel important. Everyone wants to, you know, feel like they had something to do with the success and be a part of it. And I sense that, um, you know, at an early age. And it's just continued until, you know, my adulthood as well. So I can't even sit here and say that I've um, looked 
you know, for leadership throughout others. Now, I've admired leaders like, you know, uh, Martin Luther King um, is one of the greatest leaders I've ever um, had an opportunity to just read about and, and, and watch um, from a, from afar, obviously, um, you know, Muhammad Ali as well, um, you know, as one, um, Barack Obama, um, is another, um, and then my mother, I mean, I believe my mother is one of the greatest leaders and just in the fact that being uh, a single parent mother in the inner city without any financial stability and being able to raise a kid on her own at age 16. So, um, I had, um, you know, those examples. Um, but for me, I've always kind of learned it on the fly as well. Your, your mother, the, the more I've done research, the more incredible your mother seems to me. How is how has she impacted the way that you think about parenting or being a father? Um, well, from the beginning, you know, being a part of a single parent household, when I, you know, when I found when I decided I want to have a family, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm always going to be a part of my kid's life. And uh, no matter what, what goes on in my life, I, I just can't you know, have my kids have some of the same why questions that I had when I was younger. Um, and then it's about, you know, the perseverance and um, the patience um, of being a parent is what I learned from my mom. My mom was just so perseverant. Um, and, and to for, for me, she never um, had me in a situation where I felt like I wasn't special, like mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, one of the, the, the best kids in the world. And, um, and then from, you know, the, that, like I said, that leadership standpoint, she was just always a rock, no matter what was going on. She was always a rock and, and, and very patient with the process. And I, and I've taken that not only to being a father, but, you know, in life in general, I always preached this process thing because I, I, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the process throughout my whole life and throughout my basketball career to a point where, um, I, I don't, I don't like to look at the ending, you know, because I like to just live in in the moment. And, uh, the, it's the, I think the consistency, which is, is, is such a focus for a lot of, at least my listeners, when they're looking at your career, it's, it's been astonishing to watch over time. And many people want to know about the habits or the reminders, things along these lines. And one of the things I came across, I don't know if it's true, you could tell me, but did you at one point have Theodore Roosevelt's man in the arena quote in your locker? Uh, still do. You still do. <laughs> why, why is, why I write it on, I write it on my shoes every game too. All right. Why is that important to you? Um, it's important. It just hit home for me at a point in time where, um, I was listening to people that I shouldn't have been listening to, meaning, you know, there are always people out there that are going to judge you and critique you and say that you should do this or you shouldn't do that. And and at that point in time, um, you know, I wasn't mature enough to just believe in the decisions that I've made. And I'm a true believer in the more and more that you listen to things like that, then it'll creep into your mind and you start to believe it. And once I started to study some of the great leaders that we've had in our in our in our time, uh, I ran across that that quote from Theodore Roosevelt, the man in the arena. And it basically um, for our listeners that don't know about it, it's basically saying that it it truly doesn't matter uh, what anyone says um, because they they've never stepped inside the arena. They've never had the blood and the sweat and the tears or paid their dues um, inside the arena. So they can't really understand or critique you about what you're, what's going on in your life. And that, and that hit home for me. Um, and that stuck with me for, you know, to this day. Yeah. It's such a tremendous, tremendous quote. Uh, Mike, I'd love to come back to something you mentioned earlier, which was uh, recovery never ending. And if I'd like to talk about the, I suppose, third of our lives or so that we spend asleep, is there, is there, <laughs> how do you think about sleep and is there anything you do to optimize sleep or to help uh, LeBron and others to optimize their sleep? By the, by the way, Tim, he gets on me every single day. Every <laughs> day. Hey, hey, how much sleep did you get last night? How much sleep? How much sleep? You get to eight hours, you get to nine hours, all, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, Tim, by the way, that uh, that muffling you hear in the background is LeBron actually removing his ice bags. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> like like we just said, recovery never stops, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 
we're, we're, we're sitting here doing this podcast uh, in Los Angeles, um, and LeBron is is, uh, is continuing to ice his knees and, uh, and the rest of his body right now in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> and so, so, so Mike, I'd, I'd love for to to hear your thoughts on sleep. This is something that a lot of people struggle with, and it would seem to be a very important potential asset for someone who is taxing his body as much as LeBron is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we've always learned and we always told LeBron about um, the body does recover and it heals itself while while we're asleep, while we reach our, our REM sleep and our deep sleep. Um, so any athlete, any and you don't have to be a professional athlete, you, you know, whatever athlete at whatever level, you can be a, a, a businessman and you know, a doctor, lawyer, etc. You know, you need your sleep, guys, and you uh, you must sleep in, in in order to recover from from whatever it is, either playing an NBA game or uh, you know a, a big night or a, a big day in the courtroom, you know, in the hospital room or whatever. Um, you know, sleeping is is when the body heals itself. So it's 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 uh, it's very very important. Are there any particular techniques or tools or recommendations that uh, that you found to be helpful with athletes, or that you've you've tested and found effective? Yeah, um, you know, with, without uh, you know, give, give, giving everybody uh, all of our secrets, right? Um, you know, it, it, number one is, is is be very very comfortable. You know, in in that room. You know, just create an environment. Um, you know, uh, for us, it's always, you know, for LeBron, it's always in, in his hotel room, making sure the temperature is set at, at, at a particular, you know, uh, probably 68 to 70 degrees is probably optimal. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure the, the, the room is completely dark. You know, you have no distractions. Trying to turn off, you know, your, your electronics, your, all your, your electronics, TVs, your, te- all that stuff. your televisions, you yeah. know, your phones, etc. Just turn everything off. Um, probably half hour to 45 minutes before you actually, um, you know, want to go to sleep and just really committing yourself to that. You know, you know we, we all love to scroll on the Internet and the, and our social media accounts uh, at night, you know, to catch up on everything. But, um, you know, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your recovery uh, just to just to commit to just uh, creating an environment. Um, again, uh, the room at an optimal temperature, uh, a dark, dark room. Uh, you know, a, a comfortable bed, etc. And um, you know, some people even use uh, sleep apps. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, like soft music or yeah. uh, you know. Uh, I love it. I love a nice sleep app. I do. Oh yeah. What do you what What do you use, LeBron, currently, or what do? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's an app called Calm, actually. That oh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I'm the I'm the guy who picks rain on leaves. <laughs> I love it. That is that's that's what go that's what goes on on my phone throughout the night. <laughs> there you have it, Tim. There you have it. Rain on leaves. Rain on leaves. The secret to success. I love it. And uh, Le- LeBron, what has become more important to you from a health or wellness perspective as you've become older, more seasoned? Does anything come to mind as as having yeah. become I mean, more important? Yeah, absolutely. This is what we're talking about right now. The topic that we on sleep. I mean. Yeah. It's it's nothing more important than you know optimal uh, REM sleep, and, and that's that's exactly what we're talking about right now. Like you know, that's the best way for your body to physically and emotionally be able to recover and get back to a hundred percent as possible. Now, will you wake up and feel a hundred percent? There's some days you don't. Some some days you feel better than others. But the more and more and more time that you get those eight. Those, if you can get nine, that's amazing. Sometimes I even get ten hours of sleep, um, and if I don't get those eight to nine hours at night, then I'll go home. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Tim. When I leave here, I'm gonna go home and take me a nap for mm-hmm. probably about two and a half hours too. Um, I just think that's just the best way to recover. I mean, it, it, I, I can do all the training. Um, I can do all the the, the ice bags and the the, the Normatex and the, everything that we do that we have as far as our recovery package while I'm up. But when when you get in that good sleep and you, you just wake up and you feel fresh. There's you, you don't need an alarm clock. You just feel like, okay, I can I can tackle this day at the highest level um, that you can get to. It, it, one thing I've also s- seen to uh, pick up just as a pattern is your willingness to experiment. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that goes for both of you. But, yes. but uh, the 
the topic of diet is one I'd love to discuss because it seems like you've tested many different diets ranging from low carb to probably high carb and everything in between. Could you give us an example of, of where you are now? Like let's take just yesterday. Uh, could you tell us about some of the meals that you had or some of the food that you consumed yesterday, what that looks like? Hold on. Let me, let me think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yesterday I had a egg white omelet with the, um, with smoked salmon um and uh, gluten-free pancakes with uh just uh berries um that was my breakfast uh for lunch i had whole wheat pasta salmon and vegetables and right before the game i had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and at halftime i had uh sliced uh apples with almond butter on top um right after the game mike gave me a protein shake uh, to put in my system right after I downed that right after the game last night. And then, um, for dinner, I had, um, I had chicken parm with a rocket salad and a beautiful glass of Cabernet. <laughs> you have no idea how happy that detail makes me. Thank you for that. <laughs> that, was, that was my full day of, uh, yeah, that was it right there. You also have a very good memory. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, I've been meaning to, I wasn't sure how to shoehorn this in, but you gave me an opening. You enjoy your wine. Do I you, do. Do you have any favorite wines that you can, uh, that you can mention or types of wines? Um, yeah, I have so many, Tim. I can't sit here and say what is my favorite, um, but I am definitely a Bordeaux uh, fan, huge Bordeaux fan. Um, there are some, um, you know, cabs that I love as well. Um, but there's some brands that I love as well. I love, you know, when you, we get to the higher level as far as, you know, like, uh, um, Screaming Eagle, um, you know, uh, King Torelli, um, you know, uh, Rothschild, um, there's like a whole, uh, a Latour, um, there's so many different uh, wines that I actually love. Um, so we'll we, we be sitting here all day if I, if I <laughs> get you the full list of my, uh, of my cellar that I got going on at home. That's, that's round two. Uh, yes. King, ja- <laughs> King James Sommelier. That'll be yes. the, the next episode. Is there, is there anything that, and this, this, this can uh, go out to either of you guys, but anything that you will not touch, is there, b- besides the obvious kind of out-of-bounds uh, illicit stuff, but are there any foods or drinks anything in the food realm that you really just try to avoid a hundred percent? Yeah, I think, um, right now what we try to stay away from, and you know, I don't want to say even try to stay away from, we haven't had in a long time is artificial drinks, mm-hmm. uh, artificial sugars, um, and, uh, fried foods. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we kind of stay away from the fried foods at least during the season. And, and that's the both, yeah. that's the both accounts. You know, I, I have, you know, artificial drinks, you know, from time to time in off season, um, but during the season, I, I pretty much don't have any fried foods and I don't have anything that's artificial. We want to keep it as, um, you know, as, you know, just natural sugars, um, and, you know, the foods as, as, as much as possible, just try to be clean as possible throughout the season when I'm burning so much and, and trying to get the recovery back. It's, uh, Tim, it's, uh, it's all about less is more as far as nutrition goes. You know, we just uh, keep it simple to, uh, we try to stay organic the entire year. Um, again, like, like LeBron just mentioned, no artificial, um, ingredients, um, you know, and just, uh, and hydration. I, I think, uh, one thing that, uh, we talked about yesterday's game day, uh, was that, uh, every, every time I saw Bron, I had a, a, a bottle of water in his face, making sure he was drinking. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's one thing. And Mike, I wa- to, to come back to one thing that LeBron mentioned, uh, I would, I'd be very curious to know if you have post game, if you have a preferred type of protein, it doesn't have to be a brand, although it could be, but are you providing whey protein isolate? Are you providing a mixture of different proteins? What, what are you giving him in that protein, that protein shake? Um, right after a game, I try to, I, I try to go light with it. I don't give him a, a heavy whey protein, mm-hmm. um, because his body is, is, is in a recovery phase, right? And he, we needs to absorb everything that, that he can, everything clean, like we just mentioned. So I try to give him a, a, a plant-based protein powder, um, you know, with the, like an almond milk or something like that, uh, with some fruits, 
Um, and just just clean calories, Tim. Just just give them clean calories because um, the first thirty minutes after activity, you know, after a game, after a practice, uh, practice, etc. Um, you know, the, the body's like a sponge, and it's going to absorb, um, you know, what, what, whatever you give it. So I, I just try to stay clean, stay, stay away from my animal products uh, for the first hour. Um, you know, after after uh, you know high calorie competition. Thank you. LeBron, I, I would uh, love to chat about uh, self-talk for a minute because uh, I've, I've watched you playing. I've watched video footage of you throughout your life. And it's, it's obvious, to me at least, it seems, that, that there's quite a bit going on behind, behind the scenes, meaning in your own head, and that you're very good at centering yourself. What do you say to yourself, or is there anything in particular that you say to yourself as you're getting prepared for a big game or right before a big game uh, or after a hard loss, for instance? Yeah, I think for me personally, before a big game, I'm, um, I'm pretty consistent with my routine. And, um, you know, I try to do the same thing um, every single day on a game day um, because that's just how I lock in. Mm-hmm. And so right before I run out on the floor, I'm just basically thinking about um, the game plan that the coaching staff has given us. Um, what do I need to do personally, not only for me to be successful, but for my teammates to ultimately be successful and how I'm going to lead these guys throughout good times and bad times throughout the course of a game because that's what happens. Um, it's inevitable that that's going to happen. Um, and then um, to, to your notion of after a bad loss, I'm kind of rethinking about and replaying the game into my head. Um, what happened uh, throughout the course of the game that made this loss become a bad loss what did I do? What did I not do? What did we not do? Um, you know, because I want to be better. I don't want to dwell on that loss. Um, but I do want to know what there were things that I could have done or we could have done to prevent it. If it happens next time, because mm-hmm. I always preach, you know, the best teacher in life is experience. And, and it's okay for you to experience defeat. But when you when you're at a position where you may have to cross that that threshold again, do you approach it the same way or do you learn from that? And that's what I try to do. I try to put myself in a mental state of how do I learn from that defeat? How do I learn from that loss? Mm-hmm. And and you're the leader of guys on a team who are uh, all multimillionaires, some of the best athletes in the world with all sorts of different personalities. How do you, how do you think about supporting them when things go sideways or when uh, people get frustrated? Uh, how do you, how have you learned to be most helpful and effective in those circumstances? I think if one, the number one thing is patience. Um, and I think when I talk about patience, um, it comes back to being a father. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I have three kids and I want the best out of my kids, just like any parent in the world. But what I've learned is that to get the best out of my three kids, I can't approach them all the same way because they all have different personalities. They all are different. And I had to find out how do I tap into each one of my kids to get the same result, but teach them differently. And and that's the same with being the leader of a basketball team, uh, the leader of a franchise. You may not, you can't, you can't express or talk to everyone the same way and expect to get the same result or get the most out of them because every personality is different. So one thing I may say to one player may trigger a a certain different response than another player. And that's where the patience comes in, Tim, because you have to learn that. Mm-hmm. You can't go in and say, this is how I'm a lead. Yes, I'm a leader, but there's ways to lead because you have to learn those things that you can, you know, how do you approach this manner? If this happens, you know how you can speak to him. You know how you can speak to, to this player, to that player, to get what you want to get out of him. So um, it comes back to that, that, that patience of learning their mindsets, learning how can you get the most out of them, what triggers them to be best to be their best, what triggers them to not be their best. So you, you, you learn that over time. And in the case of your own pregame routine, uh, I, I, I'm fascinated by the repetition of, of routines that work as it, as it stands right now. What, what do you have in your pregame playlist? What is, what is, what is the music that, that you listen to? Uh, it's going to be hip hop for uh-huh. sure. Any, sp- be, any yeah. specifics? 
No, there's you know what's crazy, Tim. There's no specifics. It's like when I when I once I start my routine, was basically once I get to the arena, that's when I start my routine as far as music. It, it's just it's a feel for an artist that particular time that I know is going to get me going. And it, and it could be an artist from um, from New York. It could be an artist from California. It could be an artist from Florida, from Texas, from the Midwest. It all depends on what, what artist pops into my head that I know is going to get me going, get my juices flowing um, and get and get my routine going. So I, I don't have like a, just a set game day routine. It, I'm all over the place. And, and that's, that comes also from being a, a, a historian of, of, of music as well. Mm hmm. What is what is your tattoo? I've I've wanted to ask this. There's no real uh, obvious segue for this, but I've wanted to know because uh, it seems to be an important theme in your life. Uh, the the tattoo that you have loyalty on your side. Can you explain what that means to you? Yeah, um, and on my other side it says family. Right. So um, you know, it's basically it's self-explanatory. It's, you know, when I talk about my family. Um, you know, my family is everything to me. And, and, and it's, it's a personal mantra of mine to always be loyal to my family. You know, not, you know, you're going to have ups and downs um, with your family. That happens. Um, there's going to be times where, you, you know, you don't like what your family do or your family don't like what you do. But at the end of the day, we're all loyal to, to one another. And, you know, and, and that's OK. That happens. That's what a family is. A family you know, it's not a bed of roses. It comes with thorns and you have to understand that. But at the end of the day, we will never let someone else infiltrate those thorns. And, you know, so when I got that tattooed on my on my ribs, um, that's basically what it came down to. Family loyalty and, and us always sticking together, no matter um, the trials and tribulations, the turbulence, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, the sunshine and the thunderstorm. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what it came down to. And. M- and Mike, if I could uh, use that to lead into a question for you, how do you support your athletes when they're going through a difficult time, whether that is an injury, an unexpected setback, uh, psychologically having trouble contending with something that has that has happened, whether it's on the court or, or, or off the court? Are there any particular approaches that you've found to be helpful Uh whether it's in the last few years or just over the course of your career? Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think the, the, the number one thing for me has always been remain consistent. Remain consistent through the ups and downs and everything uh, in between, as, as LeBron said. Um, you know, because they're, they're, if, if there is a setback, if there is, you know, something, something uh, going on, um, you know, I always have to remain consistent uh, with, with my job and with what I do. Now, I can always add or augment uh you know something that, uh, that that i feel might be beneficial you know if it's something as small as uh i don't know a, 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 a certain gift of kindness uh you know just asking about the family you know are, are things okay outside of basketball are things okay outside of uh you know the, the athletic realm the athletic world um and just try to just to try to be there for them just try to be them through uh, again. It, it, it's all great when uh, you know we're scoring forty-five points a night and, and doing all these all these wonderful things. But um, is the athlete okay? Is the athlete doing well uh, uh, mentally and spiritually? And so I, I, I try I try to address it um, you know in a, in a multifaceted fashion. Mm-hmm. And for, for for you, Mike, in the off season, how, how do your priorities change, if at all? for say lebron in terms of of training and anything else that comes to mind um i, th- I think uh, in the off season we, we have to be smart you know um um lebron gives everything he has uh for for these nine months um you know and so my, my job was to be uh is to be smart about what we're doing uh as far as the volume of training that we're doing um you know and, and how, how much i see him uh although we do you know, tend to see each other pretty much uh, every other day in the summertime. But it's it, it's what we're doing, and it's uh, you know managing, engaging his body throughout the summertime. Yeah, he's he's a lot more calm than I am, Tim, in the summertime. <laughs> he, he consistently tells me, "Hey, listen, man, you need to take a little bit more yeah. time off." We just yeah. went for nine and a half straight months, and I'm yeah. like, "No, yeah, yeah we got we had to pull the reins a little bit sometimes." <laughs> uh, do you, LeBron, have any uh, any? particular favorite exercises or forms of 
physical recreation in the off season. I've read about yoga, Pilates, Versa Climber has come up a lot. Uh, are there, are there, are there any, any particular ingredients that le- you like to regularly inject into your off season? Yeah. But besides the Versa Climber, I actually really like running on the football field. Mm-hmm. Um, for two reasons um you're outside um which is always a a cool way to to exercise and then it kind of takes me back to my high school days of playing the game of football yeah you know and um and i just have a a huge deep love of the game of football so you know get being able to get that conditioning and get that cardio being outside but also being back on the football field it it just does something for me personally Mm -hmm. and what what might one of those workouts look like are you doing 400 meter repeats are you doing long steady and slow what do you what type of workout it's more like 100 yard sprints Mm -hmm. you know from end zone to end zone and we've we don't never have like a set number of how many we want to do, mm-hmm. um, but we, we do enough to we want to get our heart rate going, um, you know, while we out there. And how do you how do you decide when to stop? Uh, because that that would seem to be really <laughs> critical for. Uh, uh, well, Mike, like you said, like you hear Mike just say he pulls the reins. He yeah. he, he, he says, okay, now that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, a name that's come up a lot in uh, doing research for this conversation is uh, Tim Grover. And uh, could could you explain who that is and what you've what you've learned from him? Well, uh, me growing up, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take it back a little bit. You know, I was a big uh, Jordan fan. I was a big, you know, Chicago Bulls fan. Um, and so I was doing my own research, you know, back when, uh, you know, all you had was, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, press instead of uh, in, in, uh, the Internet. And so I was doing uh, just asking around, you know, reading, uh, you know, reading up on uh, on Jordan and the stuff that he was doing for his body. So his name came up a lot of times. And so I finally uh, I gathered the stones to, uh, to, to, to get to, to reach out to, to Tim. Um, you know, just some, somehow I tracked down his number and I told him what I wanted to do. I wanted to learn from him. Um, and he says, okay, well, um, why don't you come up to Chicago? Um, and you know, kind of intern or intern for us for, uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, M- MJ will be with us. He'll be, uh, getting ready to work with the Washington Wizards. You know, he just signed his deal with the Wizards. Uh, and so I'm in the middle of doing that. So, uh, you're more than welcome to come up and, you know. Uh, thank God, that, uh, thank God that I caught Tim in a in a great mood that day, uh, <laughs> and so uh, you know, so he invited me up to Chicago, and I spent uh, a few weeks with him, with him, and with uh, along with MJ, and uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in those two weeks. I learned, uh, you know, how how to uh, how to work with an elite athlete uh, of, uh, of of Michael's stature. So uh, it was uh, it was uh, invaluable. I learned what to do, what not to do, what you know, stuff I should stay away from, stuff I should really augment. Um, so it was it was a great education, uh, great educational experience for me. Mm-hmm. In, in terms of uh, things to stay away from, was there was there anything that sticks out? in your mind as a, as a key learning or takeaway in that department, or it could be one of the other categories, but is there any, anything specific that, that, that comes to mind? Uh, anything specific as far as an athlete training, working with a, with an athlete of that caliber is to remain consistent, to remain consistent. Um, you know, there's it, it, no particular exercise. There's no particular stretch. It's all about, uh, your own mindset and, and your own confidence working with, with someone like Mike and, and now obviously working with someone like, a like uh, like uh, LeBron, so it's all about how to approach it mentally and how to be consistent for that athlete. Again, just uh, just be that rock consistency. Yeah. So so this this is a good opportunity. Right. Oh, I'm and sorry. Av- go ahead. And available and available. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, twenty four seven. Yeah, I may wake up at like three o'clock in the morning, want to get a workout in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on on demand, which which I think yeah. is is a good window to start chatting about a new collaboration uh, that uh, you're both involved with. I mean, LeBron, you've, you've become a very active businessman and investor over uh, the course of your career. And there, there are many things we could discuss related to that. But one that I think is very relevant to our conversation right now is, is ladder. And uh, there are a lot of people out there who uh, are, constantly asking themselves and every time they get to new years make resolutions related to loving and not dreading fitness and wellness and you know, trying to trying to find an, an a way to 
attack it that leads them to passion and not feeling burdened with responsibility. Could, uh, could you guys, uh, and either one of you can, can grab this, uh, explain what ladder is and, and what is, what is the purpose behind it? Um, I think with the, with, with the whole idea behind ladder and, you know, starting this company, um, it, it started way back, probably around 2014. Uh, we're, we're, uh, Kind of in a crossroads of uh, okay, what else can we add to our to our uh, to our uh, to our routine as far as nutrition goes? You know, I felt like we were just beginning to scratch the surface as to what was available out there. Um, but unfortunately, we found that you know some of the stuff that, that, that that's out there, you know, they all these big companies have all these proprietary blends, and we weren't sure, you know, okay, what what exactly is in these proprietary blends? And so, uh, you know, we, we will start. We will start with the company. We will start with something off the shelf uh, that was NSF certified, but you know, we just didn't didn't want to take the chance of, of uh, you know to continue to use these products. Uh, and so, you know, we, we got together with uh, with LJ and said, uh, you know, let's really do some more research as to what what is out there that uh, that that is not available for us, um, and, and why not. And so we started to do some more research um, after 2014, when unfortunately he experienced, uh, you know, I think the, the, the much publicized uh, and critiqued uh, cramping game in 2014 during the finals. Um, you know, that's when, when, when LeBron and I really got together and said, okay, what are we missing here? You know, what, why are we cramping here? Uh, we're doing everything we can for hydration. Now, let's, let's, let's dive deeper into this because it's obviously affecting our performance. And, and our productivity, you know, maybe to some degree, it cost us the championship. So um, we, we started doing, like I said, more and more research as to what's out there, uh, and just we, we finally came up with the with the right ingredients. And you know what? Like we mentioned earlier, we kept it simple, Tim. We kept it really, really simple and very transparent uh, to the public as to what what we were, uh, what's what's in these products. Right. And it's it's uh, you mentioned a few things that I want to underscore for folks. Also, you know the NSF certified for sport, which is uh, you know effectively considered the gold standard for testing and approved by not only the major sports teams but the IOC and so on. So for 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 competitors, extremely important to to know exactly what you're putting into your bodies for uh, any any number of of, of reasons. Uh, but and and for for people who are uh, looking for supplementation or uh, tools to augment uh, their physical activity uh, you've you've also assembled a, a a very strong team of of founders um, so I was, I was wondering if you could chat a little bit about the the people involved and why that particular team has been assembled for this uh, well i can I could talk about that Tim um, you know obviously um, two of our, our founders are, are Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and Cindy Crawford, and um, and I can speak upon uh, Arnold. For one, we we we've been in business for quite a while now together um, through a mutual friend of ours, and obviously his history um, of what he's done in his career as far as nutrition and 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 and, and training and things that um, goes without even noted, without even talking about. We we know how unbelievable he's been. Um, in, in his career so that that makeup and that match fit perfectly and also the same with uh, Cindy Crawford as well you know she's um, you know been doing um, the wellness and the health and and the training and everything she's been doing throughout her whole life and, and it made sense uh, for her to be a part of the team as well um, and we also um, have um, you know Lindsey Vaughn as well um, you know one of the greatest um, you know athletes of, of, of her um, genre and um, in, in, in her craft as well um, so we wanted to be able to, to assemble uh, not only people that actually live this life but also people that people can relate to as well um, so it, it all made sense for all of us mm -hmm. and, and looking at the the materials that that I reviewed you know, the, the the message in effect of life is a workout and recognizing that the physical part of your life is really part of everything, right? I mean, it is, the, it is the vehicle for everything else and your mind is part of your body. Uh, so if you want to care for that, you also have to care for the overall package that is your physical totality uh, is LeBron. You must have thousands of opportunities come to you and get pitched to you. Uh, 
I, I would imagine on not just a annual basis, but a monthly or weekly basis. I mean, you could drown in the number of pitches you would receive. Why is this important to you? Um, well, I think it goes back to what Mike was, was speaking upon. You know, we had that, that moment uh, during the finals. Um, we were kind of mind boggled because we, we know how much, um, you know, we know how much we, we, we take care of the body. We know how much we, um, you know, put into the body, what we put into our body. We know how much uh, liquids and throughout, throughout the whole day. And for that to happen at, at a very important moment in my career, uh, we were searching for answers. And uh, for us to get to this point now where we found the answers, I told Mike, um, listen, you go out and, and, and do the research. Um, I trust you. I've been with you for over a decade plus now. Um only thing I ask is that we make sure that everything is clean um, because that's, you know, that's what's most important than anything. You know, I, I you know, I've trained uh, my body. We've trained our body throughout this whole process. Um, and, and, you know, my body more than I know it. Um, so that's how it all got started. And, and I think, you know, everything that I've ever done, Tim, has always been authentic to myself i mean you know authentic to what i do on a day-to-day basis if, if it's from you know a few years ago having a bike-a-thon in my hometown is it, it all steamed from me uh training uh riding mountain bikes in the summertime for uh getting back into shape uh you know so that's how that came about if it's um anything that i've done in my career it's always been authentic to who i am you, you look at like you said some of the things that i'm doing now as far as the production of tv shows and things of that nature it's stems from me uh, loving TV and loving the fact that being the, to engage uh, people's mind and emotions and things of that nature is authentic to myself. And that's what um, that's what ladder is all about as well. Mm-hmm. And it uh, is ladder also going to have an editorial resource component because of the the, uh, the URL we are ladder dot com um, as I understand it is is also going to have a lot of answers to questions with scientifically supported uh, responses to topics ranging from you know fitness to nutrition uh, to various types of, of health problems how do you uh, envision you know Mike maybe if you want to chat yeah. uh, on that side of things how do you how do you envision that serving people and what would people go there to find yeah I mean it's uh, you know we want to provide a, a, a one-stop shop um, for for athletes and for uh, you know for everyone else you know who's who's interested in 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 maybe you know getting some sort of gain uh, from from not only a product but but from uh, just a lifestyle stance here um, you know we could all improve we could all improve in in, in whatever field that we're in um, whether you know we, we, we take it by leaps and bounds or we take it by inches uh, we you know we could all we could all improve and part of it is creating that environment uh, you know. We, but by, by by environment, I mean uh, that website, you know, the social media stuff where athletes can go in and, and tap into our resources. And our resources, um, you know, it's going to be a panel of of, of experts uh, in, in in their field, you know, and not only athletic performance, but uh, you know, um, social behavior, psychological behaviors, mental stuff. It, it's it's all, it's all vital. It's all vital, and it's more about uh, the athletic realm. It's it's about living your best life, I guess. Um, you know, and, uh, and improving. Uh, this is, I, I, this is something that, that fits a very particular, uh, sort of Venn diagram for me, which is something that was born out of the two of you scratching your own itch, right? You mentioned the, the cramping, uh, in 2014. And uh, I, I'm always most interested when a service or product is born out of an unaddressed need, an unmet need from one of the founders themselves. And uh, it seems like you'll be making tools available to people that would otherwise, uh, well, perhaps be, be limited to some of these high-level athletes you mentioned. And that's exciting. Uh, I, would, I would also be remiss if I didn't ask you, LeBron, and, and we'll, uh, I know we, we have just a few minutes left here, but uh, how many more years would you like to play? Um, I would love to see the floor with my uh, son. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, uh, my son is in the eighth grade now. Um, if he continues on the path that he's on right now, he could possibly be in the NBA in five, six years. So, Amazing. We, 
we that would be um that would be an unbelievable moment for not only myself but for my family for my for, for everybody so we'll see um yeah. obviously taking care of the body is number one and we will you know we will continue to do that but more importantly taking care of the mind if your mind's not fresh then your body will fall at the waistline so um through the, through the grace of the man above and through um everything that myself and mike and, and my support team do um that would be um, that would be pretty dang on cool if I'm able to be on the NBA floor with my uh, my oldest son. That would be amazing. Well, I look forward to watching that. And you guys have been very generous with your time. I appreciate you making it happen. And uh, I'm very excited to see what both of you do and uh, what Ladder does. People can find Ladder at weareladder.com. Of course, LeBron, you're everywhere at King James on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> LeBron on Facebook. Uh, Mike, I- I'm not sure. Smoke signals, uh, carrier pigeon. H- how should people? Yeah. How should people find you if there is a way to find you, or should they just just watch your good deeds through the through the athletes that you work with? You know what? Um, I think. Um our body of work together, you know, uh, with LeBron on the court. I think that's um, that's uh, that that that's proof proof in itself. If you do want to follow on Instagram, it's it's Mike Mancius one, um, and that's and the, I think I have the same Twitter handle as well. Perfect. Um, I'm pretty sure, but uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, it's uh, it's all good. It's all good, and it's uh, an exciting journey for me. Absolutely beautiful for yeah. us. And I will link to everything we've discussed, people listening in the show notes, as per usual, at tim.blog forward slash podcast. And LeBron, we didn't have time today to get into the Family Foundation, but you're doing incredible work. And I want to just thank you, among many other things, for doing so much for the kids of Akron. Uh, I think it's it's really uh, tremendous. I've looked very closely at it myself uh, for uh, inspiration for things I hope to do. So I, I, I appreciate you putting that much time and effort and care back into the community that you came from. I appreciate it, Tim. Thank you very much. All right. Well, guys, I will let you get running. You have you have icing to do. You have who knows <laughs> who, who knows what else to get done in the meantime. And I uh, wish you both the best of luck and look forward to seeing what you guys do. Thank you, Tim. Take Thank care. You, Tim. All right. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. This is Tim again. Just a few more things before you take off. Number one, this is Five Bullet Friday. Do you want to get a short email from me? And would you enjoy getting a short email from me every Friday that provides a little morsel of fun before the weekend? And Five Bullet Friday is a very short email where I share the coolest things I've found or that I've been pondering over the week. That could include favorite new albums that I've discovered. It could include gizmos and gadgets and all sorts of weird shit that I've somehow dug up in the uh, the world of the esoteric as I do. It could include favorite articles that I've read and that I've shared with my close friends, for instance. And it's very short. It's just a little tiny bite of goodness before you head off for the weekend. So if you want to receive that, check it out. Just go to fourhourworkweek.com. That's fourhourworkweek.com, all spelled out, and just drop in your email, and you will get the very next one. And if you sign up, I hope you enjoy it. This episode is brought to you by Peloton, which I've been using probably for about a year now. Peloton is a cutting-edge indoor cycling bike that brings live studio classes right into your home. You can also do on-demand, which is what I do. We'll come back to that. So you don't have to worry about fitting classes into a busy schedule or making it to a studio or gym with a hectic or unpredictable commute. I, for instance, have a Peloton bike right in my master bedroom at home, and it's one of the first things I do many mornings. I wake up, I meditate for a bit, then I knock out a short 20-minute ride in my undies, hard to do that at the gym, take a shower, and I'm in higher gear for the rest of the day. It's really convenient and has become something that I look forward to. So you have a lot of options. For one, if you like, you can ride live with thousands of other riders across the country on an interactive leaderboard to keep you motivated. There are also up to 14 new classes added every day with more than 8,000 classes on demand. And you can pick based on length, 45 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, music, hip-hop, rock and roll, or say low impact versus high intensity or interval. You can pick the class structure and style that works for you. And in my case, I quite like Matt Wilpers, and I tend to do on-demand and listen to a lot of and watch many of the same classes over and over, but I'm kind of promiscuous and also enjoy classes from a lot of the other instructors. They have Peloton, an amazing roster of incredible instructors in New York City with a whole range of styles and personalities, so you can find what you're in the mood for. You also get real-time metrics that you can use to track your performance over time, and that will help 
I would say, catalyze you to beat your personal best. Now, that all sounds good, right? Gamification, yada, yada, yada. I didn't think that it would work for me or in any way incentivize me, but they really 100% hit the nail on the head. I was very, very impressed with how motivating it was. And it worked tremendously to keep me pushing, uh, which quite honestly takes a fair amount. I can get quite lazy, particularly with anything that edges on endurance, which is kind of more than five reps of anything for me. So check it out. Discover this cutting edge indoor cycling bike that brings the studio experience right to your home. Peloton is offering listeners of this podcast a limited time offer. Go to onepeloton.com. That's O-N-E Peloton, P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com and enter the code TIM, all caps, at checkout and get $100 off of accessories with your Peloton bike purchase. So get a great workout at home anytime you want. Check it out. Go to onepeloton.com and use the code TIM to get started. This episode is brought to you by 99designs. 99designs is the global creative platform that makes it easy for designers and clients to work together. From logos to apps packaging to books, 99designs is the go-to design resource for any budget. I've used 99designs for many, many years now. I've used them for book covers, for instance, mock-ups for the 4-Hour Body, which went on to become a number one New York Times bestseller, illustrations for my multi-volume, The Tao of Seneca, and other graphic design projects. And I've been really impressed by the quality of their designers and the designs that I've ended up using. Most recently, I used 99designs to update the illustrations and layouts of my Five Morning Rituals ebook. This covers my most consistent morning routines and rituals. And I offer that as an incentive for people to sign up for my newsletter. So this is a PDF bonus that acts as a carrot to increase the number of email subscribers. The illustrations inside are gorgeous, and I loved working with the designer who we selected for the project. So you can check it out. Take a look at that at 99designs.com forward slash Tim. That's the number 99designs.com forward slash Tim. And you can see exactly what I'm talking about with a real-world example of what has come out of working with them. 99designs designer search tool connects you directly with one designer based on design category or industry specialization, style, skill level, availability, and more. So you can really check all the boxes that you need and see who matches up. Or you can start a contest, and that means you invite the entire community to take a shot at your project, then you pick your favorite. Right now, you guys my listeners, that is, can receive a free $99 upgrade on your first design contest. So check it out. To see what it looks like to get your first free upgrade, please visit 99designs.com forward slash Tim and click on the link in the landing page. So again, check it out, 99designs.com forward slash Tim.